0: are ridiculous these guys are
1: ridiculous now how about them damn Celtics and we are back with another episode of how about them Celtics Sam and I are here recording on Sunday May 7th few hours after the end of Celtics Sixers game four is an afternoon game Sam and I went to play basketball afterwards we came back we're recording um unfortunate result I mean the Sixers tied the series at two a piece Sam and I've obviously talked since then because we were at basketball and stuff And I think the general consensus, obviously the Celtics had the chance to win the game. So when they have the chance, you want them to win the game. This is probably, at least for me personally, the least upset after a loss I've been in the playoffs. Like the way I phrased it to Sam off camera was like, it feels like in the other three games, the Celtics almost beat themselves. And while there were moments where they beat themselves in game four, this felt the most like the other team was just better and uh, like i said like you get down to the final minutes you're up five with x amount of minutes left like you got to capitalize on that over time right you shouldn't we'll get into all the the ticky tack stuff and the, and the stuff and everything like that but like out of all the losses this one felt the most like okay the sixers played really good you move on and and like and we'll get into the rest of it but I, i'm not as upset as i am after game one or either of the hawks losses
0: yeah i mean i don't necessarily agree with that they didn't beat themselves in this game. Cause I think they did, but there is a, they really didn't have any business. Like had they won this game would have felt like they stole it. Yeah. And, and I exactly. feel like that's what you're saying. It, it yes, didn't feel like a, a game where the Celtics were beating them up, beating them up, beating them up. And then they didn't they... feel
1: like the better team for like 70 to yeah. 80% of the game.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why it doesn't feel as frustrating, but I'm still pretty annoyed. I tweeted this earlier today. The Celtics are two possessions away from have swept sweeping, whatever. They they should have swept them. If they just don't melt during the stretch down the stretch, this could have been a sweep. And it, it's that simple. Now, obviously, coulda woulda shoulda is kind of useless to sit here and ramble about, but <laughs> I mean, if you don't melt in game one, and if you my my Pinning the blame today is going to be on the leaving Harden open for three. I still can't believe that when he has 39 points at the time, and you're like, Yeah, okay, we're up to we'll give him a free three. Okay, fine. But if you don't think do you were, those two things, what
1: I was gonna say, I think you were about to say it to me. While we're at basketball, you're like, You've been stressing math all year, and then that's the math you go with on that. Yeah, final defensive yeah, they, <laughs> you're gonna, but yeah,
0: you're stressing math all year. Here's, here's a free three. Yep, you lose. <laughs> I'm not mad about the final possession. It could have been better. Of course, you want to get a shot off. But my real gripe is on the defensive end because if you get a stop there, which they were unable to do repeatedly, once they went up five, they all of a sudden didn't want to get stops anymore. It's frustrating. I hate watching this team not be able to get stops. I, as a fan, should be able to believe in the team when it comes to that, and I can't. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not. it's not because... I'm just like a nervous fan. It's because there's evidence that they cannot get stops right now down the stretch. They didn't do it against Atlanta in game five. They didn't do it in game one against Philly. They didn't do it today. In fairness to the Celtics, did not get to watch game three. But from everything I understand, game three, they, they, were they game did a good three. job of keeping things in order and not melting. They had potential to melt. They did not. So good on them for that. But here we are. Game four is over. You've lost game four by one point. And now it's 2-2. And you have to win two of the next three. So now we all get to sit here. Hopefully you just (laughs) win the next two because we're really going to have to sit here because game seven, there's like three days between six and seven if it happens. Yeah. So I don't know why the NBA decided they want to do that kind of asshole move by Adam Silver. But (laughs) win the next two. He should have already swept this team, man. Grandy tweeted it out. It was like Celtics when they swept Brooklyn plus 20, when they swept Indiana in 2019 plus 30 for the series. And then last time they slept, uh, slept, swept Philly plus 40 for the series. They are plus 41 through four games and they are tied. Yeah, I mean, I don't...
1: I don't necessarily think the defense was the main problem here. Like you said, down the stretch, like the biggest story of the game is going to be the defense because on the biggest
0: possession of the game, you have a lot of idiots don't think so, but continue.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, what do you mean? Wait, are you saying like people don't care enough about the Jalen thing?
0: No, like the idiots on Twitter, the main takeaway is Joe needs to call timeout, which I I do think that was Joe doesn't need to call timeout if they're not like, here's a free three.
1: I do think that's a problem, too, right? And, and I'm not saying, it. like, yeah, I'm not saying, like, the hardened thing isn't a problem, because I think that was a bigger issue than the timeout. And I mean, to be honest, you could sit here and pick through a ton of minute things that the Celtics did wrong. Like you can even look at like, Oh, if that old Al Horford three didn't rim out, the Celtics would win. You could say, you know, if Jalen Brown didn't leave uh, James Harden in the corner, if Jason Tatum went earlier on the final possession, instead of waiting for five seconds, if Joe Missoula called a timeout with 10 seconds to organize the team, right? There's a million different things that could have happened. But I think what's, and what's going to end up being lost in all of it, is that they just didn't play offense in the first half of the game. They, like, yeah. they just decided we're not going to do anything. If Jalen Brown's not the one scoring, we're going to rely on heave threes from Derek White at the end of the shot clock or Marcus Smart being good. And pe- people who are going to say because there's going to be people who go out there and crap on Marcus Smart. Why is he getting the shot at the end of overtime? And, and That was a break? good shot. Marcus Both Smart shots was,
0: were good shots.
1: Marcus Smart was awesome in this game so that's just not relevant he drew a huge charge on Embiid in the last few moments he did a pretty good job guarding him for the majority of the game right like you can pick on the celtics for not guarding james harden well enough because i think you saw some similarities from game one into this game and half of that is credit james harden for making those adjustments and half of that is the celtics just not being able to put the same pressure on him and i saw somebody on twitter too say like jalen brown picking up two early fouls probably also had something to do with that because he couldn't be as aggressive again there's a million different things you can talk about but They just didn't have an offense in the first half of the game, and and as much as you, not you, I'm just talking. As much as you want to say like, good for them, they made a huge run in the fourth quarter. Great, awesome. It it was cool to see them pick it up. Why didn't they do that for the first, you know, three quarters of the game? Right, you wouldn't have been in that position where Jalen Brown would have had to make the decision to double Harden, or excuse me, double Embiid, or you wouldn't. Joe Mazzulla had to call a timeout, or Tatum would have had to take their Smart would have had to. You know what I'm saying? If you just played offense in the first half. Because the fact that the Celtics were down nine at halftime was a miracle. They should have been down by 20. The Sixers were by far the better team in the first half, not even close. And the Celtics were down by nine points. And then they brought it back eventually and they were up by five, I think with like two minutes left and blah, blah, blah. And Jason Tatum was absolutely horrendous in the first half. And I'll I'll sit here and give him all the credit in the world for a second half. He was awesome on the boards, 18 rebounds. He was awesome on defense in the fourth quarter. He had four blocks in the game. Um, he was aggressive. He 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 didn't shoot well from three, but he shot 9 of 20 overall, which really isn't all that terrible. Four blocks of steel, six assists. He was running the offense uh, at the end of the game there. He obviously made both those passes to Marcus Smart. But he didn't make a shot in the first half. He, like, you can't have halves missing from your star player. And and again, credit for bringing it back in the second half. You You can't, that can't happen. That just can't happen.
0: Yeah, I texted Jack today at 4.42 and I said, it's going to be fire when they drop this one, but it's close. This is probably a halftime. So we can point to them not trying and playing like they all got their head stepped on by Embiid last game instead of just Grant Williams. (laughs) And that's exactly what we're doing right now because the Celtics played one half of basketball and they lost by one point after running around like a bunch of morons for two quarters to start the game this is frustrating stuff. When, when you look at this mm-hmm. game as a whole, it's annoying. It's great that they came back, their comeback ruled. And there's a lot of great things that came out of the comeback. You saw Al Horford yeah. play some great defense. He was, you so saw them good. find a solution to defending and bead when that guy was unconscious in the middle they, quarters.
1: They even broke the zone for a play. That was yep, fun. Right. They had
0: a nice high, low <laughs> action in the zone. Can't believe it. And then you go up five, two minutes to play. Then you've, Can't get stops. Give a bunch of offensive rebounds up. Mm -hmm. PJ Tucker gets a super cool and one. And you let the game go to overtime because you can't stop Harden. Because you keep just giving up switches. And then in overtime, you go up three and same story. You can't get stops. You get one stop. It's Embiid running over smart. And that was almost not a stop. Some people thought it was a block. Some thought it was a charge. Refs thought it was a charge. So the Celtics got lucky there. I don't know the execution down the stretch still isn't good, and and yeah. that's that's my big big takeaway. The yeah. biggest pinpoint for the blame again is the Jalen lapse on defense. But like in the playoffs, especially in this series, it's been pretty good defensively. Like, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. He's not constantly screwing around like he was in the season when it, you wrote the, the math hit piece just on him. Kills me. This is the hit piece. The
1: math just kills me though. Like, how do you like how do you not have the situational awareness?
0: It's true. To... Like, like you're down, by and two, Embiid scores the there and gets a free two. Also, what the hell were the matchups on that play? Nobody was talking about this. They come out of the I timeout listened. and Tatum's covering Embiid. Why? Maybe they assumed. I, I
1: again, I watched from the car, so I.
0: Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, you. I listened from the car. Yeah.
1: Um. Maybe it was thought, weird. Like, they
0: come out. Tatum guards Embiid. Jalen Brown is Horford. still on Harden, so they're still. They're not was like Horford on. He was on the corner, man. He was the help guy.
1: Yeah, that makes no sense in that situation. Don't well, like Al Horford has been dominant on Joel Embiid all night. Don't
0: fix it. What are you just, doing? Just
1: just put him on Embiid and and live with the one on one. And just trust Al not to foul. And even if he does foul, hope and beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, just you can't give up an open three to James Harden on that play. It's just unacceptable. Like you can't, you can't mess that up. He was. Yeah five of eight from three at that point finished six of nine like you said at 39 points Joel Embiid was 11 for 26 on the game not only are you missing the math of okay if he gets a two worst case we go to double overtime you're missing the math of you you doubled the wrong person like one of them was having a great game and one of them was having not a good game and then you like it, it just makes absolutely no sense. Jalen Brown's decision. Al Horford after the game talked about how it was a defensive lapse. Marcus Smart said you live with that, you know, lifetime decision by, by Jalen Brown.
0: It, I mean, I think it's that. just a mistake. Like, it's it, just, again, it's not a recurring thing. If you sure. want to be uber concerned about something, that's not it. If you want to be annoyed about something, to me, that's it. Because it was such yeah. a simple thing. We just talked about it. But going back to Brogdon makes a 26 three-point, uh, whatever. He makes a three-pointer. Yeah, Two two minutes, four seconds. Philly comes down, Harden scores. Then the Celtics screw around for possession, and Smart has to take a tough three, and he doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. Then Tobias Harris misses a jumper. P.J. Tucker gets the rebound and one. Okay. Celtics make three throws. Horford gets a block and Embiid. They get yep. a rebound off that. Harden makes the floater. Then it goes to overtime. So we'll swing over Mm. to overtime once I can finally scroll up. My goodness. (laughs) Uh, Marcus Smart and 112-109. Embiid misses step back. Harris gets a rebound. Harden misses a step back. Sixers get the rebound out of bounds because Tatum and Rob uh, cannot communicate. And then Mm. Embiid makes a two-pointer to cut it to one. Those are two stops you could have had. And got another score and just ended the
1: game. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the Al Horford three that just completely rimmed out. And that's no, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, just, that's just, a just bad shot, brain.
0: but, but, but seriously, these guys just cannot finish out defensive possessions. Down the stretch. They can't you rebound.
1: Can't. What, what happens is they all just stand around and look at the ball, right? Like credit Tatum for having 14 defensive rebounds. Nobody else on the team had more than five. You want to know who the five was Al Horford and Malcolm Brogdon. Like, like, show a little effort. Go for the ball. Die for the ball. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Robert Williams only had two rebounds on the night. Granted, he played 14 minutes, but...
0: They can't play Rob that many minutes. In in this yeah, situation, Rob, they can't.
1: No. This is not Rob series. This is a grand series. Um, yeah, no. like, the, You can't afford to be hesitant on the defensive glass in this series. Um, or last series, but they were too. So, <laughs> not a new know. thing.
0: I'm sick of seeing these guys let games slip. I thought the comeback was great. Again, a lot of great things from that. A lot of great things from Tatum today. I wanted, I was going to crap on him, obviously. Ovate to start the game. Third quarter, excellent. He continued to be really a force in the second half. Continued to make the right play. Really great half from Tatum. Good on defense, too. Really good on good defense. on defense. He was involved. He did the things that he could do to impact the game without scoring, which is great. Mm -hmm. He only shot six threes. Thumbs up. One of six isn't great, but it's better than one of um, 11. (laughs) One
1: of 10, one of 11. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd rather have that. Don't like that. They miss free throws in the fourth quarter. That'll make you pull your hair out. (laughs) It's just you. You really believed in Tatum in that half. And it was a strange way to end the game he didn't even really get any looks besides that push off three that doc rivers had a fit about.
1: I wanted to ask you about this. I, I heard the three. I didn't get to see it, but as far as the end of game things, are you, I'll say this and explain, are you pro LeBron strategy or pro Kobe strategy? As in, are you pro Get Kobe, get your star player look no matter what, or you, LeBron, make the right play and just get the best look possible. I was fine with the shot
0: that got regulation
1: in general, though. Like, are do you like at the overtime? Would you have rather Tatum put it for me? It's make the right play. Okay, I agree with you.
0: I agree with that. I don't really care who takes it, especially on this team. I really don't care. It's different when (laughs) if it's like you and the boys, but yeah, (laughs) everybody that was on the floor for the Celtics in those situations is able to score the ball.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I was frustrated because. I don't know why Tatum didn't shoot the ball in the final possession. Like Instead if you, of passing I don't Smart, know if you watched the play. Like he kind of had a semi-open look at the rim. Yeah, if you if you look it up, it. I'm sure it'll be there. Goes late. I mean, he still made it like a good pass to Smart. Smart made the shot. It was just after the buzzer. It's too late. These guys are just not reliable down the stretch, and I hate it. I was so impressed with Tatum's game today in the second half. He He played really good. This may it, Had they won this game, this would have been a game for Tatum that people talked about for years. Yeah. He led it these guys. One. He he fueled the spark. He got them to get their head out of their ass. The Celtics came out of the half up on guys, defending hard. You didn't see that in the first half. That's what makes this even more annoying. We already talked about, yeah, sure, the offense looks stagnant, but they weren't really locked in defensively either. They weren't mm-hmm. glaringly bad. It wasn't game one where it felt like everything was super easy. But they, it didn't feel like Philly had to work for a whole lot. It didn't feel like the Celtics were making it hard for them. As soon as they came out of the half, Derek White's up on guys at half court. They're picking up guys as they bring up the ball. Harden's having things be more difficult for him. I like that. And I, I again, impressed with Tatum. He took it upon himself. He hit the glass. He got a couple offensive rebounds. He was going to the cup in the third quarter. He was what five of five, six of six. It was awesome. I don't mm-hmm. know why they don't do that all the time. These guys are so petrified of Embiid. They yeah. do not want to shoot on him in the paint. Sorry.
1: I was just watching the final possession. Tatum absolutely should have tried to dunk that. Just go go up with the ball. I, like I, I I like that they made the right play. There j- there wasn't enough time to make that pass. There just wasn't. Like, getting okay, like yeah, yeah, Embi-
0: Well, it's not like, Embiid's there. They're afraid of him. But Tatum jumped before Embiid
1: even left the ground. Like, and I know what you're saying. And I, I agree with you, like, that they're afraid to go out Embiid. Um, but like I said, like, I haven't gotten the chance to watch the play and seeing it. Like, Tatum, Tatum just got to take that.
0: Uh, yeah, he should have gone up with that. But again... <laughs> If you want There's to get mad place. at the coach there, because he he didn't see things develop. Let's talk about that too.
1: Let's talk about Fine. that too. Like Joe Mazzulla should have called a timeout, especially like again, like <clears throat> my first time seeing the play, they were just standing there, like unsure of who should be setting the screen with like eight seconds on the clock, right? Like you, you should already be getting into your action like that. Like w- once he saw like Derek White, like no, 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 you do this like the scramble. Like you should call time out there, and <clears throat> I I do think. That, overall, I don't really have a problem with Joe Mazzoula's timeout strategy. But, like, there there comes a point where you've got to take control of it. You've got to be like, okay, these guys are scrambling a little bit. Like, it just feels like he sometimes doesn't have a feel for, like, the... I, I don't even know how to say it. Like, he doesn't have a feel for when his guys are, are lost or, or scrambling or, or not, like... <clears throat> They've lost the play, right? Like on that, on there, you see clearly that like some miscommunication happened. As soon as that miscommunication happens, I don't care if it's off the ball, on the ball, tiny, huge, like just call a timeout. Like what what's the worst that happens? Right? Like, I mean, obviously the worst that happens, is you get a five second call on in the inbound or something, blah blah blah, and you have trouble inbounding the ball. But like realistically, just, just call a timeout. Like just get reset, find drop a play. <clears throat> I don't know. It, again, I'm not gonna sit here and blame Joe Missoula for the whole game. But he, I think he should I, I think he needs to be more aggressive with his timeouts. I'll put it that way.
0: Uh, Yeah, I, I'm I'm not overly concerned with the timeouts. I get the make the read that things aren't developing and call the timeout yeah. to get your guys organized. That's fine. I had no problem with what happened at the end of regulation. I typically am pro letting them just regulation was attack the defense as they try and set up instead of trying to run a set play against a defense that is set. Cause I saw some tweets today and people are like, Joe needs to learn how to call timeout. And that was the main thing. Like if you go and you go on Twitter and you look at the Celtics final score post, that's all people care about. Joe doesn't call timeout. Well, well, that is true. And there is argument Hey, he should have realized things weren't going well and just put an end to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even then, if Tatum like makes the right decision, if you want to say it that way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I think Tatum if was he, also if he just took a look too at the slow. rim, yeah. Then
1: or even yeah. just passed it sooner. Even if he just got the pass off quicker, like he was yeah. just too indecisive like, for too long. It's they, similar to it what
0: got a good. I don't want to say motion, like a good a good option there, and they took it. Yeah, Like, I don't think Joe really had anything else to do other than see that they might be panicking, but I don't think they were panicking. I just don't think they got into it soon enough. It was similar in my... Like, it's
1: obviously not exactly the same thing, but it's kind of like what happened in game one when Marcus Smart drove, and he just waited, like, a split second too long to pass Tatum the ball or shoot the ball. Like, there was just, like, the slightest indecisiveness that kind of made everything crumble. Like, Tatum should have either shot the ball quicker or pass the ball quicker or there was just like a split second too much hesitation um and the fact that they didn't even technically get a shot up at the end of the game like that that just can't happen like again like you want to say blame it on tatum for not going quick enough you want to blame it on uh joe for not calling a timeout like you you can't not get a shot up at the end of a game like that it's just like it goes back to the like they can't like they, they just crumble in the, in the clutch and and i was feeling that, good that's main thing <laughs> i was feeling good about their performance in the clutch in the fourth quarter obviously um they got a couple buckets on or the sixers got a couple buckets on the stretch that you wish the celtics got to stop but overall like horford looked good on defense tatum looked good on defense celtics were getting good shots even the last shot of the game was a fine shot but like overtime comes around they look okay and then those last two possessions really just like nail in the coffin um, and, and I mean, again, credit Harden. Like he he played well. Like he had a good game. But the Celtics just it just if the playoffs sometimes come down to two plays, and the Celtics melted on those two plays, and you just, you can't have that at this point if you want to win a championship. And uh, again, I'm not sitting here saying like the series is over, but you had a real chance to, like,
0: yeah, you had it, a chance to bury these guys.
1: If the Celtics won this game. Harden would have been booking his flight to Cancun. Let's be real.
0: It's true. If they close this out today, they make a monumental comeback. It was still an excellent effort, excellent push to a Philly team that was comfortable up at home. And then you beat them on their home floor. You take both their home games. That's it. They're cooked. Now they've got a little bit of life. I don't feel like it's as dangerous as Atlanta. Which is funny. (laughs) Well, it's it's a different kind of thing. The Celtics have literally dominated the series. Yeah, I said earlier with like the plus-minus, they're plus 41 in this series through four games, and they've won half. Mm -hmm. It's two plays away from being a sweep. The Celtics should have no problem getting two more wins. They've essentially already beaten Philly four times. The problem is, (laughs) they don't beat teams unless they beat teams. If it's close, they're not giving Mm -hmm. themselves the benefit of the doubt. They're letting these games slip away. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't want to acknowledge like it really matters if they win the series. That's extra games. These guys have to play. You could point to last year's finals collapse and be like Tatum was tired. He was. Why was Tatum tired? I don't know. He only played. Let's see. They could have beat Milwaukee in five. They let the heat go to seven. That could have been five if they just executed like it's that simple. They played four extra games. If you want to, if you want to make that point. You're seeing it again this year. Played an extra game against Atlanta. Really, you could say two, because game three felt like a game they could have won, too, even though Atlanta shot the lights out that day, and it was one of those three hands up. What are you going to do, games? But now you've got this yeah. series. Game one, Harden has the game of his life. You lose by essentially two points, four after the free throw. No answers
1: on defense. Zero. You had
0: no answers, no adjustments on defense. You come out the next two games and really have impressive showings. Game three, give him a little bit of credit. They did weather the storm again. Good win. Real it good felt winner. like Philly was going to come back as I checked the score. And and they were fighting, but the Celtics had an answer every single time they got close. So that Helped is a them. positive. Yep, That's good. It's progress. Today, Celtics, Step back. out of it, terrible first half, battle back, impressive. Good. Again, saw a lot of great things. Again, we'll circle back. Horford defense, uh, awesome. shot selection felt good. E- even defense. when they were making that comeback, though, Jack, we were texting, and I was like, these dudes really don't want to make this comeback. Yeah, even when it was happening and Philly was really stalling out, it took a while for the Celtics to start taking advantage. Oh,
1: my God. What pisses me off, Malcolm Brogdon had a solid game when you look at the stat sheet. But he did every every mistake Brogdon makes is at the worst possible time for a mistake. He only had two turnovers in this game, and they were like two of the worst turnovers in the game. He only has four turnovers in the series. One of them lost them game one. Yeah. One of them in this one, I forget forget what they are, but I just remember being pissed at it.
0: He was Um, dribbling up on a fast, somewhat fast break. Yeah. It was a transition, and he just dribbled into a couple guys and lost the ball after Philly had just missed, and then he gave them a free chance. They They had momentum. They had a chance to cut it to four, and then it goes back to eight.
1: They had a chance to get some huge momentum. The other one was in the second quarter. He's dribbling in the lane and he just passes it to Tobias Harris. But yeah, Tatum that was a is bad extending one too. out another terrible one. And then on top of that, something I've talked about all season. 5 of 8 from 3. Awesome. 1 or yeah, 1 of 5 from 2. He just misses layups. Brogdon can't make layups. He, he missed just, a layup in can. the fourth
0: and Tatum missed a layup in the fourth. That was another part of the they they really don't want to make this comeback because yeah. those almost came on back-to-back possessions. And it felt killer at the time. They ended up making the comeback, like forcing overtime, taking a five-point lead, and then, you know, of course, melting. But at the time, it felt backbreaking. I was like, man, I thought his layup went in, and Tatum's was such an easy look, and he just kind of smoked it and threw it really hard off the glass. Yeah. I don't know what his problem is (sighs) finishing. Fine with the threes, though. You can rely on him. He made a big one to put him up five. Then he came out in overtime, which might have been the right move because he kept getting targeted by Harden. But it didn't mm-hmm. feel like White did much better. I don't uh, know what I, to think. I, you, I don't really You didn't think White
1: did better on Harden as what do you what do you mean in, like in, in overtime?
0: I don't think he really made oh, it. I didn't get I didn't get to watch yeah, you didn't get to see it. <laughs> I was
1: listening, unfortunately.
0: They, but uh, they just keep hunting yeah. guys and switches, it really doesn't matter unless you think every one of your five guys can guard him, which isn't the case
1: yeah i i just think you have to keep pressuring him like you were in games two and three and i mean to their credit they did pressure him pretty well to start game three like they were pressuring him at the start of the game and for most of it right like jalen brown was picking him up full court he just picked up two fouls marcus smart was picking him up but then they got you know stuck in the pick and roll and then they had to make decisions blah 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 and I, I think this was the one where Harden just made a bunch of shots like pretty well like he made some of the ones he probably should have made in games two and three when the Celtics were putting pressure on him, but um I just think you just have to keep pressuring him and uh, realistically speaking if even if Harden has a game like this again like they shut down Embiid for the most part like they played defense really well against Embiid and even Shutting if Harden, down
0: Embiid is thirty something points he didn't have thirty tonight did he hit he thirty four points.
1: Well, he shot 11 of 26 from the field. Like that's, that's as much as he, he struggled to big in the easy.
0: second half too. A lot of, a lot of exactly. points came early. A lot of it was ticky tack files. Mm-hmm. And so if Once you can
1: do that and play, sorry, I'm almost done that we can talk about the fouls Cause I do want to talk about that. Um, you can play aggressive on James Harden. Like as much as he's done it twice the series, like I just don't expect him to do this again. Like, over and over. Like I don't think he's consistent enough to play like this under this pressure. Like as long as the Celtics come out in game 5, like they did in game 2 after a loss, you know what I'm saying? Like they they've responded to losses as well in the postseason, I'll put it that way. Outside of game uh, 5 to 6 of Atlanta, it didn't feel like they responded well until they picked it up late, but <clears throat> regardless, I feel like they respond to losses as well. We can talk about this, too. Sorry for timestamps, Landon. We really just rambled about the game for the first 30 minutes of the game. But I know Sam and I were both frustrated at times with the officials. I I texted Sam. I think Philly might be my least favorite team to watch slash have to watch a team play against. It's just so infuriating watching them get away because – and again, I'm not one to complain about the refs. And this is, it's not the reason they lost the game. I'm not I, like the Celtics lost the game because they couldn't play offense in the first half. James Harden put on a show. And the last two possessions of the game, they kind of just melted and, and didn't execute. However, the free throws were, were actually, tw- was this correct? They were even 22 to 22. But you could just feel like the frustrations in the first half. Because realistically speaking, most of the Celtics free throws, and I'd have to check on this, I feel like they were all in the second half because whatever happened, but just watching a 300-pound man fall when he gets brushed in the front, watching James Harden fall backwards when he gets touched on a drive, watching just the way they approach that part of the game frustrates me and it frustrates me even more when doc rivers complains about calls after watching whatever happens on the other end all night right like and of course i'm not stupid like you're gonna fight for your guys whatever i don't like not blaming doc or whatever but it's just so frustrating to watch that brand of basketball all night because no matter what you do i tweeted this if joellen Embiid jumps near a Celtics player it's gonna be a foul in the paint it just is it's just how it's going to be he shot 15 free throws uh in game th- four and the Celtics played really good defense on him like his hands up straight up like they're showing their hands all the time like it just there's nothing he can do he's just gonna shoot 10 plus free throws every night no matter what it's just gonna happen
0: yeah you mentioned the first half was bad for free throws it was Celtics got in the bonus early in the fourth quarter the reason why both sides are going to be unhappy with this is because it was extremely skewed for both sides at different points of the game. In the first yeah. half, very ticky tack to the start of the game for Philly. Embiid gets the free throw line early. Harden gets the free throw line early. Uh, Celtics are getting killed on drives, and it's nothing. But then the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. everything's ticky tack. Philly gets three fouls right away. And the Celtics yeah. have the bonus as they try and claw their way back into the game. Then you have the block charge and overtime that sticks the Celtics way. And then they don't call the push off on Tatum. So both sides are going to be like crying. I mean, you saw doc crying after the game when Harden does that every time. Yeah. That's he literally what did that as he drove,
1: it, it kills me. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, and I, I agree that it was bad for both sides at times. Like, Yes, the Celtics, I think, had a more favorable whistle in the fourth quarter. I, I think the refs gave them the benefit of the doubt. But in the first, you know, half, whatever you want to call it, like the Sixers, it it, it was just too much inconsistencies throughout different points in the game. And in the end, you look at the box, and like, oh, it's even who else to care. But like the, it was just like long stretches. It was like runs, like runs in basketball. There were runs for the refs. Like they decided, OK, we'll call stuff for the Sixers now. Now we'll call stuff for the Celtics. There was it just felt like there was no consistency. And <clears throat> overall. Maybe it did balance out in, in the fourth quarter with the Celtics getting to the line. But the thing that frustrates me the most is the disparity of free throws for the stars because it feels like Embiid and Harden get whatever. And Tatum and Brown, I mean, Jalen Brown shot two free throws in this game. He was driving like every other play. You're telling me he only got two free throws? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. How I feel like Tatum and Brown have a terrible whistle in general. Um, and again, it was even so in, in, in not sitting here and saying the refs were biased or whatever. It just it just feels like they get a rough whistle overall, Um, which is frustrating to watch, especially when Embiid is kind of doing whatever he wants.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I get the sentiment. It's annoying to watch this team play. Mm-hmm. Both those guys, especially Harden. every time Harden plays, dude, he's just looking for something.
1: I tweeted it out during the game. game. I feel like he's legitimately going to hurt himself with how like hard he flops to the ground on drives and stuff like he throws himself at the ground and I, I really feel like it's going to get him hurt one of these times like <clears throat> there was the play against Brogdon where he tried to draw the offensive where he threw himself to the ground there was a play driving to the the, the rim where the Celtics played pretty solid defense and he just kind of threw himself to the ground afterwards it, it just he's just flinging his body on the ground and one of these times he's going to get hurt because of how like he just like I mean, there's no other word for it than flop. He just flops himself around. And it's like, as much as it is frustrating to watch, he's going to hurt himself. But, he, I mean, again, free throws not the reason the Celtics lost the game. They lost the game because of execution. No offense in the first quarter. I just don't enjoy watching the calls, some of the calls that they get. But, yeah, I, I, I'm still confident the Celtics can bounce back. In Game 5, I think they respond well after losses, like I said. Uh, They tend to get up when the games matter. As in, like, obviously all of these games should matter, but they seem to pick and choose which games matter, and Game 5 seems like a game they would pick matters. Does that make sense? It's very backwards, but you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would have thought they would pick Game 1. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) There's no guarantee that they pick any of these games. It's so weird this team... You would have thought today might have been a game they would pick because it was a big-time chance to put put this series to bed, essentially. And they kind of realized it in the second half and started to try. But they didn't come out right. I sure hope they realize what's at stake for game five. This is starting to get ridiculous. Again, I stand by it. They should have swept this team. And I... Yeah. Twitter saying, like, people shouldn't be getting mad when they lose. Because, yes, we should. It's not about them losing, it's the way they're losing. If they come out today and they just get beat up, yeah, it's we're all gonna be like pissed and everything. We're gonna be like, How they come out not care, whatever. But when you just keep doing the same thing, melting at the end of games that you could win, this is the playoffs. The way you advance is by securing wins. If you're letting them slip away, you are legitimately shooting yourself in the foot, in a way like no other. You cannot win a title this way. Yeah, I said I after no, game one. Right. I don't know. I I said they were fake. I don't know if today's takeaway should be that the Celtics are fake. I think it was very admirable that they they fought. Mm. But again, when it got tough, when it was close, they had no answer. They had no way to close. And they ended up losing. Yeah. It's a recurring thing. It's Groundhog Day. You really thought they would win when they went up five. They had all the momentum. And they still, still found a way not to win this game. Agree. It's the same shit. It's offensive rebounding. It's second chance points. At the the very base of it. And then it all branches out. And it goes to everything. I thought, again... Thought the Brown lapse on defense was horrible, but again, it's not something that's been happening. He's been great on defense. If you want to take home the Missoula timeout as your biggest takeaway, not you, but the listener, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I guess, go ahead. Have have a field day. Same as It's a problem.
1: It's a problem, but I don't think he deserves the blame for the loss solely.
0: I'm partially sure of it. The, the only way I see it as a problem is he didn't make the read that things might not.
1: That's what uh, I'm saying. Like Go
0: with the final possession. But you have to
1: realize when things are breaking down. But anyways, like you said, like it's it, it's just a constant. That shouldn't the be Celtics, a take away.
0: the Should Celtics be. not executing, just, um, which is it's not execution. It's, yeah, just flashes of encouragement, flashes of encouragement. In game three. They were good in that game. Closed it out. Fought off the comeback today. They Even encouragement the in game
1: four. Like there was the fourth quarter was good. You showed yeah. encouragement. The beginning of overtime, you look good. But like when you Horford get down, called to it, they it just encouraging. Can't. Maybe I guess, but just and get you know stops. what? If Horford's calling that encouraging, maybe it means they'll carry it over into Game uh, Five. That's that's. That, maybe it was that's impressive that
0: we saw that they could get stops. Yeah, I they agree. just couldn't couldn't continue. I I don't know. My my big thing, my main key is get stops. I don't care about the shooting percentage. I don't care about the threes. It's play defense. I saw yeah, a Greeny defense... tweet today, like one magic number. Like, they need to score 120 points. I literally don't
1: care. Yes. In the fourth quarter, the defense was phenomenal. They held the Sixers to 15 points. Yeah, it was... Sixers shot 6 of 19 from the field in the fourth quarter, 0 of 3 from deep. Um, the Sixers got two offensive rebounds to the Celtics' three, so that even wasn't, wasn't even really, like, a huge problem. So There were some well, timely moments towards the end of the game, but um, they played great defense in the fourth quarter uh and they they got a good shot to to win the game at the end of the fourth quarter too it's just didn't fall and then overtime and they look good in overtime at the start of it and then it it really just came down to two possessions in my opinion the jalen brown one and then obviously the one where they didn't execute on the last play of the game
0: yep so series is two possessions from a sweep broken record
1: it's tough it's true it's tough but um i think that's about all i want that's to talk it about i'm game.
0: tired my wi-fi is not doing it today do you want to do ratless quick or are we we skip it no. today Rattles, no, Rattles Wi-Fi. I don't have any. All right,
1: that's fine. I I do have one, and I'll do it very quickly, and then we can outro. I was driving home today from basketball, and I'm going down the street. Dude blows through a stop sign to cut in front of me, and then goes the speed limit in front of me. Yeah, like terrible. if you're gonna blow through the stop sign, at least speed. What are we doing, right? And and it's not like he like almost caused an accident, whatever. He was far enough in front of me. Like he probably should have stopped, and I should have gone in front of him. But like I was I wasn't close to hitting him, but. He's going 30 and a 30. I mean, first of all, the road should not be a 30 because there's mm-hmm. no houses. It's just like a back road with like trees. And second of all, why are we going 30 and a 30? I put my my cruise control on because it, it like detects if there's a car in front of you. And so it'll slow down so I could track his speed. And he was going 30 and a like, rat. It just pissed me off. You're going to blow through the stop sign and then go slow as hell. I, was I think everybody
0: mad. should be allowed to carry like water balloons full of paint in their car. So they yeah. can kind of like have some retribution for that.
1: It was terrible. Anyways, uh, I'll let you get out of here. I'll let us get out of here so we can go to sleep. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. My two plugs always subscribe to the channel. We appreciate it very much. How about them Celtics? Help us get that sub number up. Uh, check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. How about them? C's? how about them Celtics podcast? Leave a five star rating on Spotify and Apple. Follow there as well. Leave a review. And uh, yeah, that's about it. All it's Sam.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, here on YouTube. And how about them, Celtics? Make sure you subscribe, hit the notification button. Leave a like and comment. We always love the comments. Uh, the pods lately have been doing very well, so thank you for that. Plus, if you subscribe, you'll see our pregame shows 30 minutes before every game. They are also on Facebook, which is the name of the podcast. Aside from that, social media. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at How about Them You can find more of us there. The pods will be dropped. You can follow Jack at Jack NBA. doing all kinds of good work for Celtics blog. And he's tweeting. Then you can follow me at Sam LaFranceNBA. NBA and you can see me tweet pictures of Peaton. That's it for us. Bye. Jack Taco. Come on. Tacos. Miss, ta- Tacos. Taco's having some fun here.